0: Welcome to Oh So Smitten, the podcast for lovers planning their dream wedding. we your unofficial bride tribe and co-hosts, Hayley and Meg. Here to talk wedding trends, inform you on
1: the latest topics, and well, we're here to help walk you down the aisle to make your love official.
0: Before we get into today's episode, we just want to remind you of where you can connect with us and become a part of our community. You can find us on Instagram at ososmitten oh This is where you can get to know us, our latest offerings and on the day updates. Join us through our private
1: group on Facebook at Lovebook by oh so Smitten. Here we will be sharing exclusive offerings for the lovers where you will be supported by not only us, but also from our wider community of couples on the same journey. We have some really exciting plans for this group, so wherever you are on your journey, this will be such an amazing community and resource for you.
0: Have you considered confetti for your day? Be sure to check out the incredible business, The Whole Bride, who not only have created the iconic confetti, but have a range of divine accessories specifically created for your wedding day. For our lovers, they have set up the exclusive code SMITTEN in capitals to receive 15% of every order through us. We are
1: so excited for today as we are chatting to the DIY queen herself, Sammy Cuff. As soon as her now husband Josh popped the question, Sammy jumped into action and started planning all the little details for her day. Not only does planning a DIY wedding save you money, but it allows you to personalize each detail, which becomes a true reflection of your love story. Now we might not all be as naturally gifted as Sammy, but today she is sharing her top tips on how you can incorporate simple DIY
2: aspects into your day.
1: Welcome, Sammy. Thank you so much for joining us today. This
0: is going to be such a beautiful episode.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm far too excited for
0: this. (laughs) We are so excited to have you. It's going to be so good to just get into all the insight from you about all the DIY. We think that you are the absolute DIY queen and Mm -hmm. we can't wait to hear all about it.
1: Yeah, we have been a little bit fangirly over the last (laughs) little while. We're not going to lie to you. We've done a deep dive into your Instagram, really worked out what you're all about So we're excited
0: to get into all of it. Definitely. Yay, let's do it.
1: So we've just chatted a little bit about how we've stalked you on Instagram. So we would love to know about your proposal story because that was a video that really resonated with us. Yeah, that whole story was just so sweet how we took you away. So let's share with our listeners how it all went down.
2: Do you know what? I really love our proposal story, mostly because I had no idea that it was happening until the day before I'm pretty clued on to him, but he managed to hide that he'd got the ring and everything um, until the day before. So it was a Saturday and I actually had babysitting organized for Sunday. And normally, like I share with him in advance what I'm doing, but we had no plans for the weekend. So like, didn't really matter. Um, And so I told him, yeah, I'm babysitting tomorrow. And he went as white as a ghost. And he's like, oh, shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast. You can bleep me. Um... He's like, oh, I actually booked an Airbnb for us tomorrow night. Do you reckon you can get babysitting off? And I'm like, alarm bells immediately because he has never done that. So obviously I'm thinking about all of the possibilities. Um, so I was very suspicious. So I managed to get babysitting covered. Thank goodness. Shout out to my friend Annie, because without her, the proposal might not have happened. Um... So then the day came and I was really suspicious. He was acting a little bit odd. So I called my parents and I'm like, hey, I think Josh is about to propose today and they said, "Oh no, nah, it's just in your head, like go away and enjoy the time, like don't worry about it." And of course, they were in on it. They knew that it was happening that day, but they managed to like, you know, get me off the scent. But he was so relaxed throughout that day. On the drive to the Airbnb, I kind of started doubting it. I'm like, mm, "Okay, he's acting way too chill in the car, like" I'm just going to enjoy my time because I didn't want to be that girlfriend who couldn't enjoy a time away that without, you know, thinking that the proposal was going to happen. So anyway, we get to this Airbnb and he gets out of the car and he changes his shirt so he was in like this t-shirt and then he changes into this button up shirt. And I'm like, okay, weird. All right, let's just keep going. And the host of the Airbnb greeted us and she walks us into this beautiful garden and she's like, oh no, I forgot to close the laundry door. I'll be back in a second, just head up these stairs. And I'm like, okay, go close the door. That's fine, no worries. He leads me up the stairs and then there's this beautiful picnic. So he's set out this beautiful picnic and with flowers and like cheese, like all of my favorite foods. And the first thing I say is, is that my picnic blanket? I was so confused. At that point, I was just so overwhelmed and confused with what was happening. And then I see my best friend who is also a photographer jump out of a bush. At that point, I 100% knew what was happening. But honestly, it was so lovely. Like I could see how nervous he was when he got up to the top of the picnic. Like he was all shaky and stumbling over his words and uh, just made me melt. It was amazing. Yeah. So beautiful.
1: Yeah, and I think we've spoken about this on the podcast before. There's just this pressure
0: that we don't feel because we're not the ones doing the proposal. Funny how they, though, don't think of all those. I Like, how would you not you know understand that it's happening
2: when he's changing the shirt. I know yeah definitely I was so suspicious when he's like can you cover babysitting We're going away for a surprise vacation I'm like okay.
0: (laughs) All right then this hasn't happened before what's up? Soon
2: after the proposal did you start
0: planning like was it an immediate thing did you kind of already have an idea of how you wanted your day to be?
2: Um, We started pretty quickly, only because we actually had plans to move to the UK this year, which fell through, which we're actually quite relieved about. But anyway, so we started planning very quickly, but... Um, I had a lot of support from my maid of honor, which I'm very grateful for because she is like the planning queen. She is so good at a spreadsheet. Oh, my goodness. So it was really helpful because I did have the support of people around me. But I'm not going to lie, like the planning process can be really overwhelming, especially if you have no idea what you're doing.
1: Yeah, well, I think this is what we've spoken about in a few episodes before, that overwhelm that you feel when you're just starting out. So how did you manage that? And then also trying to allocate different people roles that you knew they'd be good at.
2: Yeah, well, I think like the most important thing that I can say to other brides about that is like, it is so normal to feel overwhelmed and out of your depth. Like I had no idea what I was doing, but something that I found really useful was social media. Um, And I think that's why I'm so passionate about sharing what I do now, because I was that bride who had no idea, like even budgets. I had no idea what was reasonable for a photographer or a florist. I was like, yeah, I reckon a thousand dollars for all the wedding flowers. That will be fine. Nope. (laughs) No. Yeah. So I really think Instagram and especially TikTok these days as well is such a good place to start just to get inspiration and to hear stories from real brides because we can't all afford those Pinterest weddings like realistically I don't have the budget for those flowers that hang from the roof
1: no no we don't that's
0: like an actual like full bush now how did your day unfold we want to know it
2: all all the details the day look I'm a bit biased obviously but the day was beautiful it was perfect I'm I'm really really happy with how it turned out. The day before the wedding though it was torrentially raining, is that even a word? It was pouring down Um, and so we were very, very nervous that it was going to be the same on our wedding day, but we woke up to blue skies and the weather was amazing. Like we were so happy with that. And then the rest of the day just unfolded really well. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this shortly, but I was very organized. Like i had planned the day to a T so that really, really helped, but also because we were just so excited and relaxed. Like I'd planned everything and I'm like, it is what it is now. And the vibes were just immaculate. I'm so happy with it.
1: Well, I think that's it. That's if you do that pre-planning and you are very organized, which I feel like looking at your Instagram and getting a bit of a feel for you over that, we can tell you're a natural planner and you're very organized. So because you've got that background and because you made sure you did a lot of planning, it means that on the day you can just relax and be like, well, I've done all the hard work.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I like had the resources to be able to give over to the day of day of coordinator and be like, this is what we were thinking. So she could just do it. And I didn't have to worry about the, you know, the timing of everything. So yeah, it worked out really well.
1: So how did that work with you planning up until the day and then handing it over to a coordinator? Is that something you'd recommend for brides to do?
2: yeah well we didn't have like a wedding plan or anything but luckily our venue came with like a day of coordinator so she just made sure that the timelines were on she was you know making sure guests were in the right places that they needed to be um and like the set up and pack down and stuff so yeah if your venue does come with a coordinator like that is bonus bonus because that's just one less thing you have to worry about well it's
1: one less thing the vendors and people that are your guests are coming up and asking you you don't want to be there getting your makeup or your hair done or even getting your photos done and someone running up and
2: being like where are the toilets or 100% like you want to enjoy your day and not worry about those little admin things so she was very helpful with just you know covering those bases for us so good now we have referred to you as the absolute DIY queen so how (laughs) much of your wedding was DIY um look I think most of the decorations were DIY. So our venue pretty much, we loved our venue because it was quite like an open space, but they did supply like chairs and tables and stuff. Everything on top of that was us. Um, And so like, even I don't know if you can call it DIY decorations when we literally sourced like the candles and the candlesticks and stuff, but like all of that was us. So yeah, I would say like 90% of the decor was stuff that we'd sourced or DIY. And it was so much fun. (laughs) I guess it's also a moment in the lead up to your wedding to spend that time making
0: those elements and having time together. I don't know whether you did Mm -hmm. them together with your partner, but or your bridal party, like whoever it may have been. It's almost like a little moment in the lead up to your day.
2: A hundred percent. And it made it feel more special and like personable because I was involved with the creative vision from the start. It just made it more exciting to see it all come together on the day. Exactly how you want it too. It's not, you know, something that the venue has and they're like, oh, you can use yeah. this. It's truly what you
0: want. So yeah, that's exactly. really lovely. Definitely.
2: Yeah, exactly. And also it was great because we bought all of the decor and all of that beforehand. We could reuse it for like the bridal shower, the hen's party, the engagement party. So everything got like we had our money's worth of uses out of everything. And when you hire things, although it's, you know, so much more convenient, you know, you get the one use out of it and then you have to give it back. So it was really good that we got to use everything to their full potential through all of the events.
1: Yeah. So you must have been incredibly organized to get everything bought and ordered and organized before your hens and things like that, right?
2: Yeah, well, it like slowly trickled in. So I would find things on Facebook Marketplace and be like, oh, that might be handy. So then I'd, you know, go pick it up and then it would sit for a while and then an event would come up and I would already have it with me. So I didn't really have everything by the time the wedding came, you know, came around. But um, yeah, just slowly collecting things because it was about a maybe eight month gap between the engagement and the wedding. So within that time, I'd collected a few pieces that I could use through all the all the events so that's incredible
1: so if a bride is thinking about doing diy or elements of diy at their wedding Mm -hmm. would you recommend it or what's your kind of take on it all
2: definitely i mean for me i really enjoyed the creative process as well so it was more than just like yes we saved a ton of money doing it Um, in exchange for time and effort but I think it's so much fun just to be that little bit extra involved if you've got the time and you've got you know the sanity to do it then I would definitely recommend it because like I was so proud to show off the stuff that I'd created and even more proud that people online have received it as well and you know want to recreate it for their weddings so yeah just made it more personable
1: yeah well I don't think we can all say we're as talented and (laughs) as craft savvy as you so is there any little detail that you could say that is easier than another that a bride can kind of take on that challenge honestly
2: any signage signage is so easy to do all you need is a printer and a photo frame and really you can create beautiful designs, especially using Canva. I love Canva and I'm sure like if if you're a bride and you've not discovered Canva yet, you have to go and check it out because it just makes the possibilities endless with what you can create. But yeah, definitely your signage.
1: Yeah, we were chatting before we started the episode today and we're all Canva
2: addicts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So in the lead up to your wedding, you obviously had this like urge to do all these DIY ideas. Was it always your intention to be blogging these
2: and sharing those or was it just something that came naturally along the way? Do you know what? I love that question because I had no idea that this would happen after the wedding. So I didn't actually film a ton of stuff leading up to the wedding. But luckily, I asked one of my friends to record some clips of the day um, and I used those in a lot of my videos. But yeah, beforehand, I had no idea that I'd be able to get to do this after the wedding. So it, I guess it kind of made it more authentic in a way because I wasn't trying to get a result out of it. Um, and I just created because I wanted to. But no, I'm very excited to, that I can share my ideas with everyone now. That's amazing. So before
1: the wedding and everything, what were you doing? What is your background? Share a little bit about how this journey's unfolded for you.
2: Well, I've always loved like posting photos on Instagram. I'm a very um, sentimental kind of person, so I will always be taking photos and videos of things. And I I guess, you know, working with social media is something that I've loved, wanted to do before, but I just never knew how I could make it possible, so... I, sh- I just I literally just shared a video what I DIY'd for my wedding because I was proud of what I'd created and people really loved it and from there I'm like okay like I've got some ideas that I can share with people so I just kind of ran with it yeah, yeah it's like um, if you love this
0: one then you'll love what I've got <laughs> to share
2: yeah definitely and then also even reading people's comments being like oh how did you do this or what would you do with this I'm like yeah I can actually speak to that And I think it's even more exciting because, you know, I'm not really involved in the wedding industry, which kind of gives me a different angle because we're all just figuring this out together. You know, how I was speaking about being the bride that has no idea what she was doing. That's 99% of brides. So like, I don't know, kind of being a little buddy for them being like, it's okay, because most of us don't know what we're doing either. Yeah,
1: well, we've never gotten married before. So what is your foundation of knowing what to do or where to start? Yeah.
2: No idea. So, yeah, it's good that I can share some ideas of how they can save some money at least. That is so exciting that couples are coming to your Instagram
1: now and being completely inspired by what you're putting out.
2: Yeah, it makes me very, very proud. Oh, we're proud of you. We are. Oh, stop it. Thank you. Is there a
1: trending video that you put up that you're the most proud of or that's created a lot of
2: traction with your audience? The video that I am most proud of would probably be the um, DIY flower box, like, welcome sign that I made a couple of months ago we uh, love that one yeah I yeah, uh, see I I post DIY videos but guys I have no idea how to DIY like we are we are figuring this out which again is is good because it's like if someone like me with zero experience can do it then anyone can do it so I was really proud of how that turned out because you know we, we'd we never done that before and it, and it really took off so it's a good example of how we can do it honestly that is such a surprise because we were
0: watching that and i was like geez, she has yeah. such a clue how to put all of this together like yeah. i would have no idea i think the one that we adore is the linen fabric sign that hangs over like we just love yeah. It. Yeah. We're obsessed with that <laughs> one <laughs> thank you we just think that that is such a beautiful addition to your day and i would absolutely Mm. have a sign like that but again they can come with a price tag so the fact that you're able to show you know couples how you can do that on a budget or definitely for Mm -hmm. significantly Mm -hmm. less love it
1: yeah and it's such a classy way of doing Mm. a sign too like it's timeless yeah
2: yeah, definitely. And it's like, you know, everyone talks about the wedding tax, and you know, vendors have got to make a living too, so I completely understand that. But if you have the resources to be able to pull it together yourself, like I like being able to give people the tools to show them how to do that.
1: Yeah, amazing. And on average, like just to give us an idea and our audience an idea, if you are putting something together, is there a time frame or is it just like whatever
2: I kind of did it like whatever um, because I started way in advance but yeah I mean something like that sign the linen sign could do it in a day not even that because it's just linen iron-on transfer what what was it, a clothes rack and I just spray painted it and then you're done. Like really, you could do it in two hours. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that's a misconception is like, in my mind, if you're going to do DIY, you have to be like starting a year in advance.
2: Yeah. I mean, not necessarily because some of the things they might look complicated, but really it's just two, two or three materials coming together and then you're done. There are some tedious ones like how I ironed on our logo to paper napkins. They looked, it, it was beautiful, but I'm not going to lie, that one was unnecessarily long. It took me probably two weeks to do it, but that was when I was like full into the DIYs. I'm like, yes, I love this. And I literally sat with a glass of wine, put on my YouTube, and I just ironed on our logo to every single napkin. How <laughs> many guests did you have? We had about 100, so there was probably more than 100 napkins that I ended up making, but I was very proud of them. There's a lot of wine for you, hun. <laughs> Oh, a hundred percent. It got me through, I'm telling you. We, <laughs> we love the commitment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. So if you're going to share grab a little bottle of wine as well.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Now, what is one piece of wedding advice for those brides who have chosen to do it all themselves that you could give to them?
2: I would definitely say, like, enjoy the process because, yes, it can be stressful, but also realise where you are. You know, like you're sitting there with your glass of wine doing all your napkins and you're stressed out, but then you go... Oh my God, I'm doing this because I'm about to get married to the love of my life. Like this season that we're in right now, this engagement season, we will never be in this season again. Like this is such an important moment. So it was realizing in the chaos of it all where we actually are and where life is about to take us. I think that's so easy to lose track of once you start planning, kind of becomes all about the wedding, um, especially in this day and age and the pressure on social media. But yeah, take a step back, take a breather and really see where you are. Yeah, that's such beautiful
0: advice because sometimes, yeah, you can get swept up in that moment of making the day perfect. Mm -hmm. And if you have a 12 month lead out to your wedding, then that's 12 months of you stressing and Mm -hmm. looking on social Mm -hmm. media and going like, well, Mm -hmm. is my day going to be as perfect as theirs? But to be honest, their day probably wasn't perfect and things went wrong Mm -hmm. and they probably Mm -hmm. had things about their day that they didn't love. But at the end of the day, they Mm -hmm. got married. So I think it's about really being true to that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. I would definitely echo that. Like, I really want to, on my channel, oh, we don't do channels anymore. We don't do YouTube, do we? We do Instagram now. Um, <laughs> I I do really want to share, like, I do say my day was perfect, which really it was, but that's only because of the feelings. Like, there were so many people there that we loved. And so, yes, some things did go wrong. Like, when I was walking, <laughs> walking down the aisle, we had curtains open and one of the curtains didn't move out of the way. So, I had to, like, dodge it. But, like, It doesn't matter because all of the people that I love were there waiting for me. So it's just at the end of the day, you get to marry the love of your life. So I would really like to share more about, hey, it's all right. If you can't afford the big, beautiful, extravagant weddings, because, you know, you're marrying the love of your life, and that's all that really counts. thing with us being in the wedding industry, we understand
0: that those things, like, those things happen, like yeah. where the curtain doesn't mm. open, and you've envisioned, like, walking, having this moment where the curtains just go, <laughs> and then they're
1: yeah. and you're like, it's fine. It's What's fine. Up? Just a shiver to yeah. the right, and
0: we're good. <laughs>
2: Honestly, and that's what it was. And you can actually see it in the wedding video. I'm like laughing as I'm walking down the aisle because I've literally just like swatted the curtain out the way. But, you know, it's a a funny memory. And I got to share that with my dad who walked me down the aisle. And it's just, yeah, I wouldn't change it, to be honest. No,
1: well, all those little things, they happen, but it really doesn't matter. You just push it aside and then you're like, oh, we're all good. Just move on to the next
0: thing and let it flow. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of, is there anything that, yes, those things can definitely go wrong, but is there anything that you have
2: after the reflection of your day that you would do? Do you know what? I, I really don't think so. Because if I, if I live in that kind of like, oh, I wish I changed this or I wish I changed that. I would, I personally, I would start to kind of like not enjoy the day as much, you know, if I'm really nitpicking what happened, but honestly, like the end result was my family were there my friends were there i have a husband who i adore and he adores me like yeah i really wouldn't change it oh that is so sweet and Mm. now that you've been on the wedding
1: journey and you've obviously had all this attention come to your instagram you have Mm. launched a few products
2: i have I have. So actually, it's really funny because that came about, like, I was just kind of sharing my story as a bride and I was showing people how I laid out my wedding day and how I planned it. And um, I started to get some comments about, oh, I would buy this planner. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I put it up on my Etsy, literally the planner that I created for myself on Canva. I just put things together because I love to use Canva and people started buying it. And I'm, I'm so excited because I like to offer affordable wedding templates. I go on Etsy and I see things listed for like $75 for a template and I'm like, Wedding tax, yes, and I know they've got to make their money, but it doesn't have to be that expensive. Like as long as, you know, that's covering my Etsy fees, I'm really happy to give people like a cheaper product. Um, So I sell, I've got a wedding planner, um, but it's like a day of planner. So it kind of steps you through the day rather than leading up to the wedding because that's what I gave to my coordinator and the day went really, really well. Um, But I also sell templates like I've got the wedding crossword. So another thing that I did at my wedding, I put together myself. I just used it for my wedding. Like I made it up because I I try to be quite computer savvy. Um, And then people wanted to learn how to do it. So I just shared it with them and put it up on Etsy. So really, I just try to make it easier for people who don't really know how to navigate the computer world or how to do any like putting together of templates. So, yeah, that's what I do now. Yes, I
1: love that. And I think it's nice because... We don't all have that imagination or that craft kind of brain. So when you're doing things Uh, like a crossword, people are like, oh, that's a cool idea for my guests uh, to be doing while we're off doing our photos. So then to uh go onto your site and see all these different ideas, it kind of gets
2: their brain ticking along. Exactly exactly and that's kind of how I found the inspiration for a lot of stuff that I did for my wedding so it's just good to be able to pass that on and at a much cheaper price as well because yes I slapped it together myself but I am I was pretty nifty at that kind of stuff but not everyone knows how to start. So it's just giving the place to start. Yeah,
1: no, it's just kind of like brainstorming up those ideas and getting people excited as well, because I think that's a big Mm -hmm. thing. Once you get swamped with that overwhelm, you tend to Mm. lose the vision and that excited, joyful feeling. You're just stressed.
2: Yes, exactly. So yeah, I hope I can be a safe space. This should be like some of the The happiest happiest.
1: times. Like the plan. I agree. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Like Yes, on the day, you should be so incredibly happy. But in the lead up too, you should not be stressed about things. It should be um, a joyful experience.
2: Yeah, I agree. It should be. Unfortunately, with the industry and the way that it is now and expectations, it's not always that easy. But. You know, if I can help a bride in any way to just make it that little bit easier, then you know I've I've done my job essentially. Yeah, I love that. And where
1: do you think this whole expectation and comparison game has stemmed from? I mean,
2: social media definitely doesn't help. Um, but I mean, I guess weddings have always been a big thing throughout history. You know, it's it's a it's a time to show people's wealth back in the day. You know, like big glamorous weddings, and I think really that's come into our day and age, but then also social media hasn't helped. But really, I'm so glad that the whole DIY thing is taking off and people are doing more relaxed and non-traditional weddings now because I really hope that that's the future of weddings because it's supposed to be a celebration. It's not a show, like do what you love, share what you love, but you know, at the end of the day, it's about the couple, so yeah.
1: Oh, that is so beautiful. So we want to know before we head off today, What does the future hold for you?
2: Well, I'm very, very excited for the future. So I really hope to be continuing to do this kind of stuff and giving brides ideas. I'm very lucky to be the maid of honor for my best friend's wedding coming up this September. Um, And my little sister just got engaged as well. So there's not going to be a shortage of weddings. Yeah. So that'll be really, really cool. But me and my husband are actually about to head off on a seven week backpacking honeymoon through Europe. So... It's really good timing. So we decided to delay our honeymoon. Number one, because financially after a wedding, no one can really afford that but also we got married in December which is winter in um, Europe so we wanted to wait until it warmed up a little bit but again like I'd love to share with brides some honeymoon hacks like how we saved money where to go what to pack that kind of stuff as well amazing oh, I love how nice. you're just
0: taking everyone on their full journey so from that moment yeah. people get engaged to the engagement party to the bridal shower or the hens weekend mm. just all of it mm-hmm and the honeymoon yeah. is so essential
1: too, because it's kind of, especially if you have that gap between the wedding and then the honeymoon, thinking of ideas and ways to save money, but then making an experience that's yeah. incredible for you.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I don't think a, I've never really heard of people taking a gap between the wedding and the honeymoon, not saying it's a unique idea, but really people should think and consider doing it because, you know, you can get so much more out of it. And now we've managed, you know, make a seven week holiday out of it in comparison to mm-hmm. maybe only doing ten days, you know, that we couldn't. Never the last couple of brides we've had on the podcast have definitely
0: shared with us that they are having that break mm, in between and celebrating great. their honey honeymoon later, which is so beautiful great. because I feel like when you have it straight after the wedding, you have this like wedding fatigue where you were just like yeah. so so exhausted and you're almost just recovering from the wedding and not mm. necessarily 100%. Kind of enjoying your time together yes. or the experience yeah. that you're having. So it almost allows you to have some time where you get to just, yeah, have that time yeah. after the wedding to be like, wow, that was incredible. And how good was it to have all of our family and friends come mm-hmm. and celebrate us? Yeah. Um, get back into life but then yeah have a really intentional time on your honeymoon which is beautiful
2: definitely and like for us we had a lot of family come over from New Zealand and so we hardly get to see them because you know we're countries apart so even just having some extra time to spend with family after the wedding and really appreciate them being there was really good so definitely space out your honeymoon
1: (laughs) yeah well just it's time to reflect and take stock Mm. and then have that little breather so that you're not going from one I mean your date your day is obviously full of joy, but it can be a little bit tinged with stress. So you have yeah. that recovery
2: period and then you can be like, okay, great, the honeymoon's coming. It's something yes. else to be excited yeah. for now. Exactly, yeah. We've been counting down the days. It's 18 days to go now, ladies. So <laughs> we got in oh, just in time. <laughs> you really did. So, yeah, I really hope that people can get some value out of that. And like you said, I really do hope to be able to, you know, take the bride from the from the proposal all the way through to the honeymoon and then hopefully in the future, life after that as well. Like I really hope to be able to share even just home DIYs life DIYs and just a little bit more of my life as well because yeah I really enjoy doing that yes well we did coin the term DIY queen so here we come (laughs) Fingers crossed.
1: I <laughs> love it. So is there anything else in the works that you're working on a product or anything that you would like to share with our audience?
2: Just my Etsy store. Like I really hope to develop some more um, templates for everyone and make them affordable for people and also accessible to ask questions. So like I'm very, very active on my messages. Like if you send me a help request and I'm not asleep, I'll probably reply within like <laughs> I don't know, 10 minutes. Um just to, you know, some people don't know what they're doing and you know, I want to really, really want to help them and take that bit of stress away. So yeah, definitely check out my Etsy store and see if there's anything on there that will be helpful for you. Um, and if not, shoot me a message and we can have a chat about what you need. I love that. It's like any brides or couples out there who are listening, if you're in an overwhelmed state at the moment, just reach mm. out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not a wedding planner, but I'm a friend and we can do this together. Oh, <laughs> that's really beautiful. Thank you.
1: Well, we are so excited because we were just at a darling affair with you on the weekend. How did you find the whole experience?
2: Honestly, it was so nice to actually meet you guys in person and to hang out and chat all things weddings. Um, But also, It was just awesome to see future brides, for example, you know, get to mingle and talk to them and find out what their pain points are and what they're excited about, but to meet other Brizzy vendors and really build a relationship with them and see what is up and coming in the wedding industry and obviously get some great content to share with my brides too, but um, oh, so much fun. I really love wedding expos. It's a great way to, you know, see things in person and not just on the computer screen. So yeah, I think it fun. was like just, yeah. yeah, a great opportunity to have a
0: look to see what all the vendors were showcasing and going, mm. oh, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need that, and that is definitely something that you want a part of your day. So we loved meeting; you. we had the best time ever, and we can't wait to do it again.
2: Yeah, me too. I'll be at all the Brizzy Wedding Expos now. <laughs> so we're all the
0: official hype girls for all of these showcases now.
2: Hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Sammy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and chatting to us today and sharing all of your helpful tips about DIY. I think it's going to help our community so much and brides, especially who are feeling so overwhelmed in the lead up to their wedding.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, I really, really hope that those brides can reach out to me if they've got any questions and yeah, we can be planning buddies together. Now, lovers,
0: that is all we have time for today. As always, we are here for you as you plan your dream day. Be sure to check out our official Smitten Love Book, a place to support one another through this important milestone in your life. Within our community, choose kindness. And as always, we acknowledge the land in
1: which we are recording this podcast. We look forward to our chat next week, lovers. Bye. Bye.